Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the Tristcast. I am your host, Tristan Dario, and I invite you to sit back, relax, catch a vibe, and enjoy the show. Hey, y'all, take a moment before you get settled. Follow the Tristcast and leave a rating. All right, I'll see you in today's episode. Peace. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to today's episode of the Tristcast. Hope everybody is doing well. Hope everybody is chasing their dreams and expressing gratitude. Today has been quite incredible for me. I am happy to continue my growth as always. Started today with my meditation, my yoga, and my pool plunge. And damn, such an incredible way. It was kind of busy this morning. Got a lot of stuff done and, you know, feeling pretty good about that. I wrote down a new mantra that I can add to my list of things. I think I have a total of 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. I have 14 post-it notes sitting on my window right now. It's quite cr- incredible. I do I do have to say so myself. But um, something that I really liked today was I got to watch a new Hot Ones video with Jason Sudeikis, one of my favorite actors right now from my one of my favorite top shows, Ted Lasso. I really enjoyed the interview. It was pretty cool. It was really nice to you know, get some insight from that side of things and to share the appreciation for philosophical wisdom quotes and ways that we can maneuver ourselves along our path so then we can switch sides. Also had a really nice conversation with someone today on the topic of acknowledging when we are being manipulated into giving more of ourselves than we would, you know, than we desire or then we are give or that we are acknowledging that we are manipulated into giving more of ourselves than we are being given from another person. And I found this conversation quite, you know, inspiring. I found this conversation, you know, enlightening because it shows you on the level of growth and where we are on our paths and how we are able to open ourselves up to individuals, especially people who are only looking for one specific thing and they aren't able to communicate it properly. And in turn, they also choose to manipulate and manipulate someone into giving more of themselves than they need to not realizing that the person has no intent on reciprocating that energy. But, you know, I had this conversation, and one of the things I really did enjoy in it, it was something I said, because it was kind of something that I needed to hear myself, and I needed to really take in, and that was some experiences with love are purely meant to remind you That you do, in fact, believe in love. 
And it's crazy because, you know, we talk about this, we talk about this from time to time about how there's people who only have their own intentions and they do specific things just to get one thing out of it and how hurtful and impactful that is on other people, especially when you aren't thinking about another person, when you're only thinking about purely what you're looking for and what you want. And I was there. There was a part of my life where I was there, and that was how I was going about interactions with certain with certain individuals, with my own, you know, with my own things in the background. And it kind of, you know, this conversation really brought, you know, clarity to my own mind. Like, what is it that I'm looking for? And if I don't have the proper intentions, I think I've talked about this before. It's like saying you want something and your intention is one thing, but your actions are completely opposite. And that just takes me back on what I used to do and how I used to be you know, carrying myself when I meet people and how I was discussing with people. And it just, you know, takes me back to really look at my own growth and how I have chosen to sit back, look at how I've done things, and I get to choose to do it differently in the future, which is really cool. And in this you you in this conversation i i hear how you know it can really hurt when you obviously want something but you can completely and utterly tell that you aren't going to receive it from the side that you're looking for like looking for it from and i i've said this to a couple friends before about this certain subject when it comes to people that we're looking for like when we're looking for a relationship and what we're looking for in a relationship and there's so many different ways that people in not ways but there's so many different things that people are looking for in a relationship what they're seeking and what they do expect when it comes to a relationship that being you know two individuals that are learning and growing together knowing the common decent things that it takes to be a you, you know a decent individual not someone who needs to be soft parented not someone who only has motives to get some sort of instant gratification and then lift off and just say never again I'll never see you again there are people that are looking for someone to grow with there is some there are people who are looking for someone to experience life with to experience themselves with and on a recent Ram Das lecture or Q&A that I was watching, it was quite incredible. It was a day where I was just cleaning and I was just very much interested in hearing some sort of, you know, wisdom on how I can carry myself or how I can look at things from a different perspective. And that was when it comes to a relationship, we are looking for specific needs that need to be met by the individual that we're meeting or that we're choosing. But rather than seeing the relationship as a means to have needs met and only needs met, also seeing it as a means of growing consciousness with another human being, you know, it is consciously growing and consciously experiencing life with another human being and seeking their own opinions and their own thought processes on how specific things are going on and what things are happening. You know, we look for that safety and that security, but also that adventure and spontaneity 
that comes in in a relationship. And it's very difficult to keep it alive at some times, especially when we live in a world where we really want to know everything that's going on in the person or in like in our partner's life. But how there are so many ways that you can introduce ways to keep that flame alive. So then you still have that spontaneity, that curiosity, that feeling of still learning, but yet you're you're hanging in there and you still have, you know, you have the security, but you still have that adventure to it. And there's so many different ways that so many people keep this flame alive. There's the people that use the 222 method, which is you like every two weeks... You take a night out every two months. You um, go away for the weekend. And then every two years, you take a week-long trip, which is really cool because it gives you time to be away with your partner, be away from, you know, outside world problems or things happening that are possibly going to bring down that relationship. That's only one way that people do things. But I feel like especially when it comes to meeting your soulmate, everything will work out exactly the way it needs to with that person. And as long as you've done what it takes and what you've needed to get yourself to a place where you love yourself and you are more than capable of loving not only yourself, but many people and specifically a person to spend the rest of your life with. Because there are still a lot of people who believe in marriage and believe in, you know, traditional family style things. And I think that's beautiful. I think it's incredible how people can still choose to do those things and, you know, have that commitment. But it can be hard to stay committed in a time when you are only seeing society interacting in different ways. You have people that are still only seeking instant gratification people may have their own you know addictions when it comes to this you still have people who cheat and do things like that so it can really turn you down it can really frustrate you and have you worried like is it really worth it is it worth it to sign your name on a paper or on a document and state that you are married to another individual with how much could really happen you know there are people that are very kind genuine people and then the people they marry they rip everything from under their feet, questioning, dude, what am I supposed to do? I, I trusted this person. I gave my, you know, my commitment to this person to love this person as they are. And they just ripped everything from under my feet. They had me slip on my face. You know, that can really drag you down and that can put you in a place where you're just not, you know, it, it's kind of like what I said, you know, you can be in a place where you don't believe in love, but then you have to have these situations that come into your life and on your journey and path that remind you that you're more than capable of still loving and you are definitely, you know, you may be struggling with believing in it, but because of these interactions you're having with people that you genuinely have a connection with and that you really admire and you can truly say that you love that right there reminds you even though you went through such a hard point and you went through a situation with someone that truly did not have the best interest in heart for you and they hurt you that led you along the path of truly finding someone who's going to make you feel that love again or not even make you feel it but also but more more so help you believe in it again help you believe in it again because 
you know, in my in my past, when it came to people that I was dating, you know, I'd say it was mostly there was a few people I really needed to figure out who I am. And then there was more so people that I just was not making the right decisions and I was just seeking something because I didn't get it from someone else. And that is where I caught up in the cycle of things on how I was continuing as myself. And being able to sit back and notice those cycles that I was repeating and noticing that my actions weren't doing anything better for me. I was having this conversation with one of my friends when, you know, I'm at a place in my life where I don't want to just do specific things that are going to give me, you know, instant gratification. I don't want to just go and have sex with anybody. I want to be able to have a connection with somebody or I want to be able to experience life with someone who, you know, adds to the event. It's like going out and staring at the sun or watching or cloud watching even laying down in the grass. You know, sometimes you just want someone to do that with. And it's more than it's more than a great time to do it by myself. And I am more than excited to do it by myself. But it's more so think about, you know, where you are in your path. If love is something that you have gained in your heart and you're learning to expand it and you're truly just interested in meeting someone, do not allow the fear of what has happened to you in the past or don't allow your belief that because of what you have gone through in the past has, you know, completely taken the idea of love and just shredded it. Because that's not, that's, you know, it's just not the thing. You know, over here I preach the importance of love. I preach how the society that we live in and where we are in this era of time, it is so attacked. The idea of love is so attacked. Oh, if someone hurts you, fuck them, bro. They don't need to be in your life. They don't need to be in your life. But forgiving them you know, I one thing that just happened on Ted Lasso. One thing that just happened on Ted Lasso, it dives deep into Jamie Tart, one of the soccer players' lives, and it's about his, you know, feelings towards his father, and how he doesn't want to forgive him. He says, "Nah, fuck that. I'm not forgiving him. He doesn't deserve that." And Ted goes, "Well, listen, Jamie." It's not really about forgiving him, and you're not forgiving him for him. It's more about you're forgiving him for you, so then you can move on. And then Jamie just takes a beat, and he's like, dude, what the fuck? And he gets back on the field, and he scores the goal, and he wins the game. Like, it was nothing. It was as if what he needed was right there in the moment. But that is how life works. Especially in a moment where you are just stuck in your ways, stubborn when it comes to a thought process, especially when it comes to people who have done something wrong to us. We automatically assume that because these people have done something wrong to us, they do not deserve to be forgiven and they should not have any sort of love coming from us. It's not the case. Not at all. Not, not, in my opinion, it's not the case. I think especially in moments where it's testing your ability to love, that is where it, love is trying to win the war. You know, it's the war against love and hate. Are you going to continue to hold a grudge? Or are you going to choose to let it go? 
love from a distance. I saw an incredible um, interview from a TikTok I just saw recently. And it was, you know, I would rather, you know, if the conversation was on relationships and ending a relationship with somebody, not even, you know, like a friendship, because a friend was, you know, being, wasn't being the friend that the individual needed. And the friend tried to say, what do I need to do to be who you want? And the guy said, I don't need you to be anyone. I want you to be entirely you. But because of the way that you carry yourself or the or your demeanor or how you act or what you do doesn't align with me. It's not that I don't want to be, It's not. I don't hate you and I don't want to get to a point where I do not only spread love toward you. So I'd rather cut the relationship or the friendship here so that I do not resent you and that I do not, and I do not, you know, give off any sort of negative negative emotion or negative um, feelings towards you. I would rather cut this off here and that we would be able to just end it there. I get to bring you up or uplift or send you love from a distance and allow you to grow as I can grow in the side that I need to be. And I thought that was very touching. I thought it was meaningful because we live in a world where it's very difficult to let go of the people that we have known for such long periods of time, especially, you know, the people that, you know, we have became so comfortable with. And I think we all struggle with this. We all struggle with a friend or someone in our lives that we have a hard time being around, but because they are part of other friends that we have, or they're in our lives for such a long time that it's just very hard to just let that go. And it's very hard to really think about what could come from that after we just cut ties and we knew, and we no longer reach out to one another or speak to one another or we're no longer in each other's lives. Just because we're not in each other's lives doesn't mean that I'm not sending you love and does not mean that, you know, I don't hope for the best for you. But it is about my peace and, and it is about what I align with. And I align with people who are, you know, like me in a means that they care about the people. What's up, guys? Wanted to take a quick moment and invite you to leave a comment on today's episode. Tell me something about yourself or tell me something about today's episode that you enjoyed. Peace. All around them, they care about individuals, they care about uplifting people and encouraging people because we live in a world where you can be so pushed down that it really is hard to be able to have that belief in yourself or to have that strength within yourself. So to find individuals who can add to that, finding finding communities where you can rely on the energy that there is in that. That it will uplift you, make you help you feel alive, and help you feel that you are in the right direction or along the path that is correct for you. And I just thought those, and I thought the interview, I thought the Ted Lasso episode was just incredible. I thought it was. I've talked about it before. You know, these philosophical ways that people have not even philosophical, not ways, but these philosophical points of view that, you know, trick your mind into seeing something completely differently because you weren't even, you were so stuck in one way of thinking as we all do from time to time. We just need that one piece that just gets right in past all the anger, all the ego, and just 
relieves you of that that anger or that pent up grudge, that tension. And it's just very meaningful, and and I think it just leads in a positive direction. On another note, though, it's you know it's on the basis of you know acknowledging what is good for us and what is not good for us. It takes time to figure that out. And it takes time to truly find your power in the decision making of how you choose to place yourself and where you choose to place yourself. And, you know, people can have these expectations that they may think of someone and people may have these beliefs that in their own mind setting it all up. And then once it all comes to fruition, they're like, wow, this isn't even at all what I expected. Because we are constantly making up ideas in our minds about what people are going to be like and what people are going to do. And we don't realize that just as much, you know, like, for example, my thing, you know, I don't like having expectations placed on me. But I can tend to place expectations on situations without even realizing it because I'm more in, I'm more involved in I don't want people doing it to me that I don't even realize that I could potentially be doing it to someone else. And we don't even realize how that can really, you know, broaden your perspective on how you're going about your own days or how you're going about your own relationships and friendships and who you're meeting because you're having these conversations with these people and you're getting to know these people, you're building a connection with these people. And as scary as it is to let people in and be vulnerable, it is brave to truly just put down that pride and just say, you know what, I need to take myself out or I need to be more open-minded or I need to do this or do that. And sometimes you don't have to do anything at all and you just have to take yourself away from the whole situation. But that's what's the, you know, that's what is beautiful about the journey of life is that we're constantly figuring out more, more and more ways, not even, not ways, more and more things about ourselves and more and more things that we are finding in our own values, our own perspectives on where we align. And finding our alignment can be difficult because we don't always know where it is that we're going, especially when we're confused on the direction we're going. Oh, man, that in itself, being confused on what direction you're going in, where that's going to take you, who you're going to meet can just scare the hell out of you. But it's also, you know, I've said this, embracing the uncertainty is also the whole mesmerizing fact of life is that you have no idea what's going on you have no idea what's going to happen in the next five days five months in the next year so embracing for anything to happen and as long as you are continuing to do what feels right for you and feel into it you know i just saw an incredible thing how do you feel something And then you start stressing, am I feeling the right things? No, because if you're thinking about it too much, you're more than likely projecting what you think you're supposed to be feeling. Feeling into what you need to do is a piece of meditation. It's a piece of mindfulness. It's a piece of strengthening 
you know, how you are perceiving your own internal compass, your higher self, where it's trying to take you. And if you're not taking care of yourself in the proper ways, you're going to be led in the direction that you need to learn a new lesson or the same lesson until you figure it out. And that's always, you know, going to be a struggle because when you start to realize that you're just repeating cycles, that going, that's going to get you annoyed. That's going to get you frustrated. Then you're going to be like, why God? Why am I doing the same things? Why am I doing this? Why, why can't you take me somewhere else? And you realize that it's not God taking you there. It's God giving you exactly what you're choosing to give to yourself because you aren't able to take yourself out until you finally realize that you are repeating the same old thing. And that can really that can really broaden how you choose to go about your days. That can really switch you up and you can be like, "Whoa, you know what? Damn, you got a point with that." And then you just start to take the steps day by day. Sierra Reed said it best, even if you want to take baby steps, baby steps will truly lead you even if it's slow. Everyone has to take their own time, take Go at the own go at your own speed. Go at your own speed. Go into it as you feel is necessary. And as you recuperate, as you grow, you are able to move a little bit faster, take bigger steps. Believe in yourself more and trust that who you're meeting or who the individuals are that are coming into your life, you know, constantly you know my mantra. I am I am experiencing uh, I always get jumbled I pot yeah it's not going to come out right now but it has to do with you know I positive experiences in people in my life you know it's embracing the idea that you're constantly bringing in positive individuals and positive experiences you know there may be people that show you a side that you really don't like and that is when you're like well that's not a positive person that's not someone who gets to come in my life this experience hasn't really been positive for me so I think I'm going to take out because that's not how I want to experience this or that's not what I want to do that's not what I want to attach to my life you know, it's once you start to figure out ways that you can maneuver yourself, you start to only make intentional moves and you are intentional with who you place yourself around and you are intentional with who you give yourself to. And that's why it's really cool when you get to realize these things, especially when you, like in a situation where you may be manipulated and you may be going into a place where someone's not giving you what you're giving them and it's really frustrating you it's leading you to resent them making you question if there's going to be anything after it all anyway and in the end if you're talking to someone who's manipulating you and not reciprocating your energy it's more than likely a better option not to have them in your life at all because having someone like that as a friend isn't going to do you any good either and that's just my own opinion. That's by my own experience. If someone doesn't have... That was probably a huge squeak. Um, if someone doesn't have good intentions for you or, you know, doesn't uplift you or doesn't support you in your own endeavors and doesn't, you know, root for you, then that's not a good person to have in your life. And 
They're just trying to get what they can out of you so then they can move past you and go and do whatever they need to another person. And in the end, they're not going to learn because they are doing just fine with how they're treating, treating people until they realize they have no one left. And then they're stuck feeling lonely and they have to feel it all in themselves. And that's when they get to choose. Are they going to continue being the individuals they are or are they going to change like everyone else has to? For the world to change, we have to change too. And that's just a blatant fact. But I am, you know, it's it's quite beautiful to come across people who are open to share these kind of stories and, you know, share their experiences and ask for advice or just simply just talk about it because, you know, it's meaningful to meet people who are interested in listening, meeting people who have a different perspective on things because we can be in our own lives. You know, we, you know, you may not have had a relationship for two years. You may have had no interactions with really anyone in that kind of regard because you, you wanted to take yourself out. You'd rather just be friends with people. You'd rather just gain relationships or connections with individuals just to have, you know, platonic friendships with. And then when you get back into that place where you're like, you know, I think I'm ready, you may not have that experience. So being able to talk to people who are experiencing it and getting their perspective on it can really help you in your journey because instead of having to experience it yourself, you get to hear it from another individual, have their own have their own experience and be able to influence that in how you choose to go off and embrace other people or where you want to put yourself and what kind of people you're looking for. Because half the people on this planet are just superficial showing 10% of their life and they're not really real people. They're just going by the conditioning they've been taught. They're only going by what the people around them are telling them, falling into peer pressure, falling into what they believe is the right things and what it is that they really want, only for them to soon realize that it was not at all what they wanted. And then they have to deal with that in their minds. They have to deal with the fact, oh man, you know, I got to do the self shit. Oh, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I gave that time to this person. So what, buddy? You did it. You spent that time doing that. You learned lessons, a part of it. Feel your pain. Grieve it. Do what you need to do. But do not settle. Do not set yourself all on that place because you feel that you did something that you should have known better to do. Instead of seeing it as you should have known better, see it as I now know it for what I've gone through, and now I can start from this moment forward. And not make that same mistake twice or not even a, not even a mistake. I, I can choose not to allow that back into my life. And I think I've been, you know, thinking about that a lot lately, too, is like just because people come up from the past and just because people from our past comes back into our life doesn't mean that they are allowed access to our life. If they want to interact with us and try to connect with us, they're more than welcome to do that. But then it's our choice on how we choose if we let them in or not. And if they've done anything to give you a reason not to bring them back into your life, you should definitely hold on to that. Because comfort can seduce you. 
because you are so comfortable in the fact that you have history with someone and because you choose to see, oh, what if they have grown since then? What if they are different people since then? What if they have gone through the lessons they've had to learn? Yeah, all of those are 100% valid and they are capable of happening. But it is still better off for you to not allow that back in your life because what if they haven't changed in a regard and they still find a way to get close to you and they do it all over again? Then it's a repeated cycle. Then it's a little bit more self-shaming. Then you're questioning, why would you ever trust a person like that again? And then you're questioning, oh man, all that time I spent with those people, I could have put it somewhere else because I was so naive. That comes in life and that's going to happen. In choosing to let it go and just move forward and see that there's just because this ended and you made a decision to allow someone back in your life, you learned a lesson you ultimately had to learn once again. And there's nothing wrong with that. It means you're learning and it means that you are gaining growth and that you are becoming a better form of yourself so that you can promptly and properly Protect your own peace, protect the people around you, and protect yourself by the people that you're placing around you. Because the wrong people are going to take you to the wrong places, and the wrong places are going to bring you the wrong experiences, and they could borderline take you off the right path. Ultimately, though, what's so great about the universe is that it loves you and that it wants you to succeed and that it wants to put you back on that right path. But you can either fall into the mud because you fell into a trap or you can say, I fell in the mud. I'm getting up. I'm not going to allow this happening in my life again, and I'm going to do something different. I'm not going to, you know, you can choose who you trust and who you give your trust to. As I said, if someone has done something to you in the past or has done something to take trust away, they no longer are given trust. If they do something that hurts you, that trust gets taken away. That means no access to you. That means I'll love you from a distance and I will hope for the best for you in your life and your own endeavors, but you do not have a place in my life. Simply put is that and it's not simple. I know it's going to be hard I know it's something that you have to learn and you have to decondition So then you can condition that in your mind so then you can start practicing healthier habits But that's what's great about life You can choose to do this work now or you can wait till the very end where it's probably even harder to do And you can try it that way, but I highly recommend From my own experience, I highly recommend taking care of yourself now and placing the right habits and placing the right people or walking in that intention that you have. And that's pretty much it, you know. But, um, yeah, I, um, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be, you know, putting out some, you know, information I need. I'm happy that I have all these mantras. I believe, I don't know why, like I'm looking at it, but my eyesight's so bad. I, I just, I read it this morning. I read it this morning and that post-it note is like still not in my head. But yeah, I, um, I'm happy. I'm successful. I'm at peace and I'm thankful. 
I want to end it with that. That's my most recent mantra I placed on a post-it note. Got it from my affirmations app that I use. And I loved it when I saw it either yesterday or the day before. And I said, you know what? I'm going to write that one down. And I did. Add it to your mantra. Add it to your post-it note um, collection if you have one as well back at home. You know, that's really tight if you do because we share that. You know, it's something about waking up in the morning and just being able to read these affirmations on where I like these are very important to me. And yeah. And with that, I would like to say, I hope you all have a wonderful morning, a wonderful afternoon, a wonderful evening, and a wonderful night.